1: $45 up for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: The information depicted in this podcast is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boost Your Biology podcast. Today's special guest is a nutritionist and integrated iridologist, Chantel Mercury. Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, Lucas. Thanks for having me.
2: Awesome. Chantel. maybe you want to let my listeners know a little bit about yourself and um, I guess how you got so fascinated into um, human health.
3: Well, I always was interested in health, but went into the natural medicine world and did my nutrition degree. Uh, But through that, you get to learn naturopathic concepts and Chinese medicine and went on to do integrated iridology. But what I found the most fascinating was that all these beautiful different modalities work very well together. You know, they all have their different medicines. But basically their languages, they don't contradict each other. Mm. And that's what was really nice to see that because you can see obviously we're all on this strong path of the same mindset and understanding. But one thing did contradict. There's one thing that drove me nuts and that was the topic of food. Everyone has a different opinion. Every modality has a different way then you've got opinions with doctors and different diets and then your neighbor's opinions. (laughs) So it becomes very confusing in the world of food for people. Mm. And that's where I became very fascinated in the world of food medicine. And so, you know, when you're looking at nutritionists and dietitians, they've got different opinions. When you're looking at Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic, naturopathic, we've got a different way of food advice, So when I went on to do chemistry and biochemistry, that showed me and I understood why there was so much contradiction, why there was mixed information. And basically that came down to scientists playing with science where we create product and we can sell anything to anyone. Picking out an element of something we can we can talk about it till the cows come home and we can label it as good or bad because it's the truth either way, depending on how it's handled. So this is what causes a lot of confusion. is One minute the tomato is good, next minute it's not. You just have to try one or two different diets and already you can't eat anything mm. because every diet's a little bit different. So basically my hunt was, was there such thing as the ultimate food group? Was there such a thing as the perfect food where dosage doesn't become a problem? Everything has a dosage required because it becomes a problem having a certain amount or going over that certain amount. And what I came to was I found that the food group of fruit was the one and only biochemical perfect food for the human body now a lot of people go what fruit hang on a minute (laughs) and then I've got a lot of people say I'm fructose intolerant and all the rest of it and and there's always a way there's a way of healing the gut where you're not intolerant to foods or fruit or anything like that the problem is not the food the problem is ourselves and knowing how to heal ourselves and my role is to teach and educate people how to heal themselves Mm. They've got that right to be able to heal themselves without using product, without using anybody's specialties. They should be able to look after themselves 80% plus Mm. and then enjoy other modalities, enjoy other products because they want to, not just because they need to.
2: Mm. Yeah, so I guess when when it comes to um, healing disease and I know you work Pretty closely with critically ill patients. Do you want to sort of share your experiences there and what sort of dietary methods you apply there?
3: So, basically, when I finished uni, I went straight to people that were critically ill because I found the theory so interesting. I wanted to see this work, I needed to see proof in the pudding. And it's been about 15, 17 years that I've been working with critically ill. And what the method I've been using is fasting, mm. different forms of fasting, and fruit, whether it's juicing or eating fruit. Uh, and I worked with all forms of different cancers and stages and ages, cardiovascular disease, MS, patients that had organ transplants. And my experience has been is that everyone heals themselves. The body heals itself. And as long as, in my experience, as long as the person has a little bit of time behind them, uh, the shortest time frame I've worked with is two months. That was enough time for the body to heal itself. Mm. So the body is the magic pill. It's just a matter of understanding how to support it to let it finish the job mm. of healing. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's it's really fascinating. I guess the one thing that comes to my mind with the uh, you know administering or prescribing high amounts of fruit are the um, polyphenols and the flavonoids that in many animal models demonstrate anti-cancer, anti-tumor, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant. Like they're amazing. And I've, I love them as well. Like I've researched them. Um, so I guess there, like, do you think it's, it goes beyond that? Like it goes beyond just the, the polyphenol makeup of the fruits?
3: Yes, it does. Um, and I think one of the biggest, the one of the biggest, uh, Ha- thoughts that people have when they hear the word fruit is sugar.
2: Yeah.
3: People's major concern is, "Oh, what about the sugar?" And I want—I'd love to be able to clear that up.
2: Would yeah. you like me to go yeah, into absolutely. that? Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. So, with the sugar of fruit, which is the fructose, companies derive fructose out of its molecular structure into their products. Mm. Now, with science, when we change or enhance an element you'll get a different reaction same goes here when you take the sugar out of its molecular structure the sugar has a different behavior and it won't behave nicely there will be dosage required so if you go over a certain amount you're causing yourself a problem now when the sugar is ingested in its molecular structure in the carrot in the apple whether you're eating it whole juiced or smoothie doesn't matter the sugars within its chemistry. So therefore, fructose has its own carriers into a cell, ATP, which is energy. This means the pancreas gets to rest. This allows diabetics, for example, to heal their pancreas. And this is where you see type one and type two flip on its head Mm. very, very quickly. People do need monitoring so that they can be guided and they're not worried during their journey. Just for that, once they get through that part of it, They can do it themselves. Mm. Now, with the sugar of fructose and then you've got glucose, glucose is also a vegetable sugar. Um, In comparing those, the pancreas still needs to work and put insulin into a cell. Therefore, fructose fruit is even more aggressive towards healing in that aspect of things. I find there's a faster result on just fruit with my diabetic patients. Mm.
2: I want to interrupt today's show to bring you a brand new company called Better Brand, whose goal is to help clear your to-do list and feel like you have the whole day ahead of you. Claim your exclusive offer with code BIOLOGY and get 25% off Better Focus, Better Brand's best-selling pharmacist-formulated vitamin for focus, energy, and mood. Better Focus helps you reach peak productivity and performance with a precisely dosed blend of natural, highly absorbable adaptogens and nootropics for a steady four hour plus boost without the dreaded crash. For a limited time only at betterbrandhealth.com, get 25% off Better Focus with code BIOLOGY. That's 25% off at betterbrandhealth.com with the discount code BIOLOGY. Did you want to explain again like with the um just break it down for my listeners in terms of um how fructose is not metabolized typically like other sugars you want to explain how yep. yeah
3: okay so fructose we and I, and I hate saying that it is a sugar because we give it the same we're labeling it the same way as we are with everything else so we just see sugar as bad so everything that Any live organism requires carbon in order to breathe. So carbon is carbohydrate and carbohydrate is energy, which is sugar. And that's why pretty much everything on the planet contains carbohydrate or some form of sugar. Mm. So when we buy a natural sugar, for example, say xylitol or stevia, we are not eating the leaf. So if you're, not eating the leaf you're not having it within its chemistry so to be fair you're not you're still having a refined sugar so you're still not helping yet and people have this unfortunate education that this is better for them
0: Mm.
3: to that degree but you can't compare unless you're eating the stevia leaf or the agave leaf you're safe there's no dosage required but once it's played with, there's doses required.
2: Mm. And also, I think worthwhile expanding upon that, Chantel, is um, the differences between fructose and high fructose corn syrup. Do you want to sort of break that down as well?
3: Okay. So, the corn syrup again is that's derived from the food of corn. Mm. So, it's a different chemistry. It'll never be perfect. Corn syrup has got to be one of the worst forms of sugar comes from the grain family as well it doesn't come from the vegetable family Mm. so a lot of people think it's in the vegetable area so they think it's a vegetable but it's not it comes from the grain family it's completely refined you're going to cause disease weight gain you're far better off having something like dates your dried fruits where the the sugars within its chemistry very different reaction
2: Mm. and this is interesting because this discussion it's I'm liking all of the biochemistry and also, you know, we're mostly applying this in the context of critically ill patients. Now, if we're looking at, I guess, some of the other macronutrients, like let's say protein intake and um, fat intake, do you manipulate those as well? Like what do you do with protein and fats?
3: Okay. So fruits provide everything that the human body does need. So, your fruits provide the amino acids, which are the proteins. You either can ingest protein or amino acid. Amino acids through plant form, proteins through animal form. Uh, so, basically, when it comes to critically ill, they do need all their elements, but we are getting all the elements through the fruit. And the biochemistry of the body balances itself out even when it comes to fats. So for example, if weight needs to be lost, you will drop weight pretty quickly, but the body won't take you below that. It's biologically impossible to go below weight because you'd have to be malnourished. You Mm. can't be malnourished when you're nourishing yourself. Mm. You can be malnourished overweight and you can be malnourished underweight. Mm. So in their process of fruit, It's the fastest digested, which means more energy to healing, especially if it's juiced, less digestion again, speedier results. It's not to say that juicing is better than eating fruit. It's just it's used as a different tool for a different reason. A lot of my cancer patients can't afford to digest. We don't have the enzymes. We don't have the HCL. We need to recover the digestive system. So by drinking the juice allows that, let the digestive system recover itself, have the digestive enzymes there, the HCL there, and then we can bring fiber and other foods back in.
2: Mm. Interesting. Okay. So maybe do you want to, I know this is like a bit of a delicate area, but maybe do you want to share some of, the, some of the results you've seen with patients, like from a healing perspective, you know, some of these things you've seen with, with clients?
3: Please. The last patients I've worked with, which we actually filmed his process, actually his progress. This particular gentleman is 50 years of age. He suffered from colitis and Crohn's disease. And when they went to look inside, he was also riddled with bowel cancer. So he had the full bowel removed. He had high cholesterol, high blood pressure, dermatitis, eczema and asthma. He had pancreatitis and type 2 diabetes. He had depression because he was single and he lived on his own and he couldn't hold a job because one of his symptoms was constantly running to the toilet. And he was on a good day, probably going about 30 to 40 times of getting rid of fecal matter during the day. On a bad day, he was looking at 60 times. And that doesn't include the overnight. So during the night, he was going to the bathroom 10 to 15 times. So he actually tried to commit suicide a couple of times due to the pain, the pain he was in. So he was an absolute mess mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. And we got on the world of just juicing. We've done a little bit of fasting. We've done a 60-day journey. He has eaten fruit as well in amongst that, and he's crept in a little bit of bread here and there (laughs) as we do not being you can't be perfect all the time, but just being honest with you, he's also on a lot of medications. So we're on about at least 16 different meds, blood pressure and diabetes and so forth. Now in the 60 days and before the 60 days, everything has reversed itself. So he's off all of his medication, he's got no blood pressure issues, no cholesterol, and the doctors, the when he went to the hospital for tests, they said, you don't have diabetes. This is on your record that you're a diabetic. You're not a, you're not a diabetic. And he goes, yes, I was. No, you're not, they were saying to him. And his bowel motions went from, you know, that 30 to 60 times a day down to about 7 to 15 times a day. And during the night went from zero to two.
2: Wow. That's crazy.
3: And it was, he was a great case because he was in so much pain and he was overweight as well. He did lose 20 kilos in that journey. Um, But just the mentality that's changed, the vibrance, the happiness, the emotional shift Mm. in him the energy in him, feeling like he could live again and he didn't feel alone. He said, I can't believe I don't feel alone at nights. Just it's completely flipped. And he was an excellent case because he had such a different range of things going on. And I think that a lot of people could relate to him, you know, single males feeling like they're on their own, not feeling well and in a lot of pain.
2: Wow. That's pretty amazing. I mean, we don't hear many of those like, Transformations like that because this guy sounded like he was under so many different ailments and struggling with so many things. And then just through dietary and, you know, fasting as well. Is he still adhering to that same diet model or is yes. he? Yes.
3: Okay. Yeah, he is because you find that when people have experienced a higher level of health, you naturally shift spiritually without trying without forcing yourself to behave a certain way,
0: Mm. it
3: becomes of you. I find that most of them enjoy keeping their fruit as part of their lifestyle. They enjoy, some of them get addicted to fasting. They really enjoy it because they love how they feel on it and they keep a little bit of it there each day. Mm. And that has been enough to maintain their results. Because we're looking at new stem cell growth now when you're hitting fasting environments and fruiting environments, you're looking at creating new stem cell growth, which is creating new organs, a new body. And this is where it's very difficult to reverse your results. Very difficult. Mm. You'll go and damage something else first before you try and damage wherever you've created new stem cells. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I've heard about the benefits associated with um, yeah, fasting, activating autophagy and helping with stem cell renewal. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of um, yeah specific fasting practices. Myself I undergo some fasting here and there. But with the fruit side of things, is there any actual research that illustrates like healing effect from the, yeah, the anti-tumor side of things?
3: Research? Mm. Not really, not that I've really come across. It's very difficult to get your hands on information like that. I find I've been seeing it in proof in the pudding. You know, people can argue till they're black and blue about their theories. Show me,
0: yeah,
3: show me, show me the safety, the speed, and then the longevity. Mm. We need all three, and so. No, I haven't really come across research as such. Fruits tend to be a little bit under the covers with things. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Cause I mean, the way I look at it would be like, yes, experientially and you know, with your own experience and working with clients, is you are seeing the results firsthand, but then there's a whole there's like a whole army of people that are like, oh well, show us the evidence and yeah. And I'm I'm like sort of in the middle of being like, okay, well. I know certain compounds like resveratrol and, you know, terastilbene and these flavonoids can have an anti-cancer effect in animal models. And we've seen it time and time again, the anti-inflammatory effects of these molecules. But I also think, yeah, there would have to be some degree of gut microbiome relationship here as well, right?
3: Yes, definitely. So you're definitely going to be healing the gut. And this is the other thing is that if you heal any system, you're healing all of it. There's no segregating anything. You know, we can say, take this product, it'll heal the gut. But if that's true, it'll heal every system Mm. because the systems aren't separated. If you improve blood flow, you improve blood flow to every single part of our 63 trillion cells, which is nourishment and oxygen. And then you've got your lymphatic system that Mm. cleans every one of the 63 trillion cells. So every system will be affected whether you're, you're hurting yourself or you're healing yourself.
2: Yeah, actually, I'm glad you brought up the lymphatic system because that's a system that often gets neglected. So do you want to explain a little bit about you know, what is the lymphatic system?
3: The lymphatic system, and people always talk about the immune system. Yeah. Do people know what the immune system actually is? Well, the immune system is compromised of the lymphatic, the endocrine system. So we're looking at the endocrine system is the hormonal system where all the glands are, the adrenals, pineal, pituitary, et cetera, and the lymphatic system is one of the two fluids the human body is made up of. So we have blood and we have lymphatic. Lymphatic looks pussy. It's a yellow, thick, oily consistency, and it's in charge of cleaning all of our cells and delivering it to the five elimination organs for the organs to eliminate so we have this feed clean eliminate process of the body feed clean eliminate feed clean eliminate if that process wasn't interrupted we wouldn't age Mm. we wouldn't break down so the lymphatic system uh we feel as though it's coming from the adrenal glands that the adrenal glands are the natural stimulant and pump for the lymphatic Mm. other than breathing or exercise We're looking at fructose, which is the magic ingredient to stimulate adrenal, which then stimulates the lymphatic. Mm. There's a little magic there
0: Mm.
3: in regards to fructose and why it is so needed through the fruit. Mm. So that's your immunity. And the lymphatic system, there's about seven times the amount of lymphatic fluid than there is blood. There's a lot of it.
2: Mm. Yeah, and even from what I know is like some of the um, herbal medicines that I studied in my naturopathy degree with um, like burdock root and some of these other herbs that are potent lymphatic stimulators and things that they often use as part of yes. detoxification protocols. I'm a big fan of those um, those botanicals.
3: Yes. When people are on their deathbed and they're in need, we need to move things quickly. Yeah. You know, their elimination organs are exhausted, enlarged, and this is where those beautiful medicines have their place. This is where they have their power. We need the time.
0: Mm. We
3: don't have the time to muck around and go slow with the healing. So we need those special herbs and medicines at times like that to really move things along. Hmm.
2: The other side of things is um, something that we can look into, no pun intended, is the iridology, yes. iridology <laughs> side of things. So, do you want to explore that? Explain that to my listeners because a lot of them won't know what iridology is.
3: Iridology is the study of the iris, the iris, the pupil, the iris, and the sclera, which is the white part of the eye. It's a very old, ancient modality. And what it is is that the iris reveals your genetic blueprint and it shows genetic dna and what you've inherited from your family tree and when we take special photos we can actually see how similar your iris is from mum dad and their siblings and how it's all passed down and so the iris is able to reveal where our nurture spots are
0: mm.
3: you know are you a digestive person you're a pancreatic you kidney and they then have a relationship on an emotional mental level because you can't separate the physical from the other three elements, spiritual, mental, emotional. Mm. So if we've got markings that are appearing in the kidney area of the iris, because the iris is that reflexology, it's sort of, it's got reflex areas back to the rest of the organs. There's nerve endings coming from the back of the iris that relate to the rest of the systems. That's how we can see that. So if there's markings in someone's kidney area, it's an indication that it's actually the Achilles heel of this person. It makes or breaks them. They can be very powerful in this area, but if they don't look after themselves, they will lose in that area. And that's your family tree. But we have choice. Yes, we have genetics. Yes, we have, you know, um hereditary factors, but we do have a choice whether we follow that path. If you don't look after yourself, you will follow that path, yes. But if you are conscious and you're supportive of yourself, you don't ever have to activate those tendencies.
2: Yeah, that's the whole premise around the um, genetics loads the gun, environment and lifestyle pulls the trigger pretty much there. With the iridology, Chantel, did you want to share maybe what you've seen Um, in terms of with some of the clients you've worked with like have there been situations where you've you've literally been able to like assess someone's eyes and straight away you were spot on with like exactly what they were struggling with just by observing their eyes?
3: Yes actually very early on in my days actually and I was quite surprised at it myself a gentleman had sat in front of me and he was very begrudged he had quite a grumpy personality and He was very rude, actually, and didn't really know what his problem was, but didn't even know why he really was sitting in there. And he didn't tell me much. He just wanted me to tell him what I thought. So we put his iris on the screen and we were having a look. And he had what I call a jewel that was sitting around the prostate area of the iris. And as I was explaining what this was, he went quiet. And he melted in his chair right there and then. And he absolutely shut off to me. And he didn't actually say a word. I just continued talking. After the consult, his niece came in to see me and said, his father and brother both passed away from prostate cancer. And that was the very reason why he came in. Wow.
2: Wow. That's, yeah, just and that was simply just by observing a particular region on the eye, right? Like In The this, iris. You said that was, was a-,
3: a hereditary factor.
2: Yeah. So did he end up having prostate cancer?
3: That I don't know. Okay. I never saw him again after that.
2: Wow. Ah, okay. Yeah. I mean, with the iridology side of things, I remember, because I studied it as part of my naturopathy degree, and it was always the one modality that I... I just never got around to fully understanding it properly because it is an art it's just like homeopathy it you need, you just need to dedicate like time and respect it and talk to like like supreme experts because like it's yeah iridology can be um mm. it's yeah, very detailed yeah very detailed yeah the iris what's the actual iris the iris map the chart iridology chart
3: the iridology chart that's right yes you can look at it as a, a clock and you've got all the organs and the systems and it's well,
2: incredible. When you mentioned he was grumpy, my immediate yes. assumption was that he had some sort of liver stagnation or liver.
3: Definitely. D- yeah, definitely. He <laughs> had the iris yeah, predisposition of that, yes. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I mean, I like, I am similar to you, Chantel. I like to keep an open mind when it comes to exploring different modalities in terms of healing the body Oftentimes I'm coming at things from like a performance. It's all about sports performance, gym, building muscle, you know, being focused at work and um, things like that. So I think, yeah, I really find the stuff that you're doing interesting. With the fasting side of things, like how long have you, what's the longest you've seen someone fast for?
3: 53 days. Wow. 53 days, but to be fair, part of that was on coconut water. Right. Right because this particular case was a heavy metal case and she had the heavy metals coming out of her mouth. And it was a very difficult ordeal and we couldn't drink water because it enhanced the problem, the symptom. It just enhanced the flavors for her. So she could barely deal with the symptoms. So we introduced coconut water because it was the only thing that gave her a little bit of relief. The longest I've personally fasted is 19 days. A lot of people have fasted 30 days that I've dealt with. Yeah, so 30 days is a common one that I usually deal with.
2: The 19-day one that you did yourself, was that just water? Just water. And how did you, I mean, how did you, do you have a a log? Like do you remember day two, day three?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. And the first three days was a nightmare.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The first 3
3: days were a nightmare and I was very unwell felt very very unwell but I understood that's just symptoms I understand I understand that that's just healing it's just about getting through mm. by day 4 it was like a different human being
0: yeah
3: amazing just incredible energy incredible glow and the rest of the journey was a lot easier than the first 3 days usually in a fast the first three days are the toughest particularly day two and three they're all more mental emotional release as to why they're more difficult people think that it's hunger is going to be their problem of getting through and it really isn't at all (laughs) it's it's symptoms it's not feeling well that can drive you a little bit mad to try and get through
2: yeah, I mean, the longest I've done is only like 24 hours, which is not long at all. But I am pretty aware of like the things that go on, like from a mental clarity perspective, I think it's like at the 18 to 20-hour mark, like that's when I feel really clear. Like Right. Just, yeah, I, I do notice the mental clarity side of things, just the training. like The only thing that drops off for me is like the training. If I'm going to do that sort of fasting, something has to give, you know, something has to drop off.
3: Yes. Yep, yep. And as you, as you get healthier inside, fasting becomes a more of a powerful environment for you to perform. Mm. You do get stronger environments of fasting, just not in the beginning, not the first few usually. Mm. Um, I, I, yeah, you can get to the point where you can train in a fasted mode.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the adaptation, you build that resilience and you can end up training fine. What was your rationale or, like, intention with doing the 19-day fast yourself? Like, what were you hoping to get from it?
3: What I wanted to do was I wanted to understand what I was going to be putting my patients under. Hmm. I wanted to understand, I understood in theory it all made sense and it was wonderful and I needed to do this for myself personally. And, but also so I could have an understanding so I could guide people better. And so I knew I had to do that. And my aim for that was to actually fast till completion until the body was completed. It's healing, but I broke my fast at 19 days, but I wasn't finished yet. I just had enough. That's all <laughs> to be fair. There yeah. was still more to do.
2: Did that first meal when you finished fasting taste amazing? Like, oh,
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Do you remember the meal? What the- yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had a fruit salad. It was amazing. I probably should have had juice, but I, I had a fruit salad.
2: Oh. Yeah. And the other thing is, uh, I mean, this is definitely something I've noticed just with majority of people that are, that tend to be like, let's say extreme vegans, Um, that eliminate animal-based foods generally what i've noticed is their um their skin complexion is they they are glowing if i compare that to and this is i've never said this publicly but like it's something i've noticed like just in general is that like those that have like predominantly fruit or the they just go on like a three or four month fruit only diet Their skin
3: compression changes. Oh, your vitamin A, beta carotene, but it's all the synergistic vitamins and minerals that are all there in order for those beautiful skin vitamins to even work. Mm. Um, I mean, that's why people, women spend a lot of money on vitamin A cosmetics because that's the magic ingredient. But you're getting that through your fruit in a much more powerful level. So not just if your skin's glowing, your integumentary system's better, your eye vision, your nails, your hair, your teeth, the strength of your bones, you know, nothing lacks.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. Did you want to maybe, was there any final areas you wanted to explore, Chantel? maybe like some pointers or tips you wanted to give or maybe like final words you want to leave to my audience?
3: Yep. okay. What I would like to say is because you mentioned vegans before. Yeah. And I want to be clear about that it's about the fruit and veggie. It's not about vegan processed foods. It's not about buying your plastic cheeses in order for you to be able to eat cheese or your fake meats and all that sort of thing. And for anyone that's getting a little bit confused for vegans that are unhealthy, that's the reason why. Mm -hmm. It's not because they're actually enhancing their nourishment. They're enhancing processed food. My other tip would be is that fasting is a way of life and is a lifestyle. You know, start slowly, start a little bit intermittent or extensive, but maybe have someone to help you hold your hand if you need to, but start increasing your fruit as soon as you can, whether it's just starting it off with breakfast, wherever you want to start. Start slow, start fast, you know. Yeah, that would be my goal. That's my advice because it's really going to make all the difference. And it doesn't cost you a lot of money to do it either. You can be anywhere in the world and you can look after yourself. Start there.
2: Awesome, awesome. And I want to ask you one final question is what is your favorite fruit? Oh, mangoes. (laughs) I was about to say. Mangoes. (laughs) I was literally—you read my mind. I was actually about to say my favourites, mangoes. That's why mangoes,
3: asked. yeah, for sure. Mangoes, passion fruit, yes. Uh,
2: yeah, I none guess. of
3: them is better than the other. Yeah. They're all very powerful.
2: Yeah, awesome, awesome, Chantelle. Well, um, for my listeners, if they want to like you know connect with you, where can they um, where can they find you?
3: Well, I own an organic warehouse shop retail store on Mount Alexander Road in Essendon, Victoria. And I am on, I have a website,
2: Mercury Healing. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to leave those linked in the show notes for those listening in. But uh, yeah, Chantel, thanks so much for coming on the show.
3: Thank you so much, Lucas. It was great fun. Thank you.
2: Awesome.
3: Okay, bye.
2: Thank you, everyone, for joining in to today's episode. For in depth show notes and lessons learned, visit nofilter.media forward slash boostyourbiology.